This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well today and back for one of our other 8am shows. Uh, you join me. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm recovered. I'm rested. You know, after two hours and 20 minutes yesterday of uh, an Arsenal phone-in show talking to people that weren't exactly happy about the situation uh, on the most part and, you know, hearing their views and discussing their views as well. Uh, it was an intense two and a bit hours, that's for sure. But it was good to have the conversation and good to kind of have, you know, find out a little bit more about why people uh, are upset and maybe help them understand why I'm just not on the same page. So if you want to go and check that out, it is up on the channel as the last upload before this one. So make sure you do. Uh, let's let's go into the chat and uh, and say good morning. Hello to Matt. Hello to Jose, to Manu. Good morning, guys. Stevie Rahil, Ansa, AFC West Mids, Simon. Hope you're doing good, mate. Uh, Rancid Delts, uh, Christopher, uh, Ray, Chips and Peas. Good morning. Uh, we've got a long message there. When the season is done, I do believe it's the start of something special at the club. Fifth place with the youngest squad in the league is so positive. Quality players needed this Summer, I have to agree. Blackshine, good morning to you. To Trevor, to Asar, to Morgie, good morning to all of you. Hope you're all doing well and good. Let's crack on, though, with today's stories. We kick off by telling you to go and subscribe to the Arsenal Way. I'll be live over there at 10 a.m. Uh, talking, as always, with our fantastic guests back on today. So do indeed join us uh, at 10 a.m. every weekday morning in the UK. Uh, you can check out the show, the link in the description as always. Now, Norwich City have been given a £2 million incentive to win their game against Spurs. They have the opportunity still to finish above Watford come the end of the season. And finishing one place higher than they are currently in would mean that they would get a £2 million extra payoff for finishing in 19th place this season. So, Norwich, it's on to you guys. If you could do us a huge favour, which 
you know, I don't think any of us are expecting, to be honest. But if they could, it would be very much appreciated. So, fingers crossed we can see them claim that victory on Sunday. Um, now, speaking of Sunday, Arsenal have received some pretty bad news because White, Gabriel, Tomiyasu and Emil Smith-Rowe supposedly all missed training to, uh, yesterday. They weren't spotted. Uh, whether or not they were inside whilst the cameras were there it is still at this moment in time unknown. But all three of them were not available and did not train according to the images that were released. Very, very frustrating because um, we've got a huge game still. We have to win that last game if we got any chance. It's not it's not just on Norwich to win their game. We're going to have to try and go and beat Everton. So, you know, we've got to try and sort something out with that back line if none of those players are indeed available. That means that Rob Holding, of course, is back um, from his suspension. So you'd think it would be Holding... Tavares, Cedric, and probably Xhaka at this stage with Lukonga and Elneny in midfield. That's probably what we'd expect to happen if these four players aren't available specifically, uh, those three defenders. Let's wait and see what happens. But it's not looking the most well-stocked of teams as we go and face Everton on the final day. Who play tonight, by the way? Uh, now, a big bit of news, youth football-wise. Kayon Edwards was confirmed to have signed his first professional contract with the club. The 18-year-old striker was subject of interest from plenty of teams across England. However, he decided to stay with Arsenal and sign his brand-new deal and will continue forwards, playing with the under-23s most likely next season and becoming their kind of main striker as Mika Bireth is expected to go out on loan. Um, and so it's one to keep an eye on, that's sure. Edwards, uh, make sure you remember that name. Speaking of young names that you should remember, Amari Hutchinson has been called up to the Jamaican national team. Um, really con big congratulations to him. It's going to be a good experience. It doesn't mean that he commits his future to Jamaica playing in these fixtures, but it's going to be a great international experience for him. It's just good seeing these young Players get senior international football. We've seen it with Omar Rekic in Tunisia. We've seen it with Karhain and Estonia. We're seeing some really good opportunities on an international level for these young players that haven't yet made their senior debut. So really strong bit of news for Amari Hutchinson there. Now, moving on to William Saliba. He conducted an interview yesterday where he talked about, um, well, I think it was earlier this week, but he talked about how joining Arsenal was, quote, special but that whilst playing um whilst joining was special playing with the under 23s was not still no love lost of that period of time he had to play for the youth team when he knew he was far better than that level and proved that with his two loans at nice and marseille but the positive is that there is plenty of reports suggesting that arsenal are certainly relying upon him for the squad next season they want to integrate him into the first team and they've been very impressed with how he has been getting on at the club uh, at Marseille and continuously want to see us join uh, the first team squad and hopefully we'll see him improve the team even more. Let's go to our main transfer lines then as Nicolas Pepe's future looks certainly up at this point. He is expected to leave the club. He's got a brand new agent as we brought you that news the other day and it now looks indeed like he will move on in the summer as he asks, asks his agent to try and get him that move. So let's wait and see what happens. But I'm not sure how easy it will be to move him on in the end because his fee of £72 million is never going to be reached. We are not going to be able to get um, anywhere close to that kind of level of money. And we don't know which um, kind of teams are going to come in for him. We know that Lyon and Marseille were both interested and inquired about him 
in the January transfer window. And there has been supposed links to Sevilla. But what kind of move happens, we don't know. So let's wait and see. But Pepe, out the door, it seems, this summer transfer window. One player that won't be moving into Arsenal, though, if reports are to be believed, is Paolo Dybala, who is only interested in moving for Champions League football, which at this stage, it looks very unlikely that Arsenal will have next season. So despite saying goodbye to uh, the Allianz Stadium, he will not be moving to Arsenal next season unless something ridiculous happens at the end of the campaign. And uh, one of our penultimate stories, I think penultimate, we might have a couple more after this. Uh, Marquinhos uh, is set to be confirmed as a new Arsenal player this week. All of the deal has been completed. There was a slight hiccup towards the end, but that has now been resolved. And he will join on a 3.5 million euro deal. Uh, and hopefully could even join up with the club for their uh, North American tour in the summer, which will be very good as well. Gabriel Jesus's price continues to fluctuate. Reports of 50 to 60 million pounds have been undercut again, as some reports claim that he would be gettable for around 35 million euros. Um, despite that, that we don't have Champions League football, it will take a more lucrative deal to convince him to sign more wages, more bonuses, all of that good stuff. But he is still supposedly open to making a switch to Arsenal if they can offer him a contract that convinces him that it is worth his time. And I, for one, have been very much on the Gabriel Jesus um, situation and, and wanting him to kind of come into the club. And hopefully it's a deal that we can still get done despite most likely not having Champions League football next season. And lastly, there have been reports that Memphis Depay is on Arsenal's radar. He's certainly falling away at the camp now with Aubameyang coming in, with Lewandowski looking very likely to join as well. It doesn't seem that Depay will have too much uh, match time at uh, Barcelona. And there are reports coming out from Spain that Arsenal are one of the teams that are interested in him. I think Arsenal need to go for a much better player um, than Memphis Depay, a more consistent player, a player that you know you can rely upon that gives you a lot more than what we've already got. I'm not sure Depay guarantees you that consistency at all. So for me, I'd, I'd, I'd skip this. <laughs> I'd move on from this one. I don't think he's the right choice for us to go for this summer and that completes all of today's stories quite a few to get through but we've done it in quite quick time which means you'll have plenty of time for your questions in the chat box so if you have indeed got any questions you'd like to throw into the chat then make sure you do them now as we take a short break Okay, then let's jump into the chat and get some of your thoughts and questions. Uh, Tina, uh, Tinesha, uh, sorry if I've pronounced that wrong, mate. Um, Tinesha, maybe it's that. Um, says, hi, Tom, barely comment, but just want to say I appreciate you. I'll tell you what, you won't appreciate my attempts at pronouncing your name, that's for sure. <laughs> Can't be easy doing Arsenal content at the moment. You do a lot, so thank you. No, thank you, for mate, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time. Tulip says, with whom would you replace Pepe? Gakpo or Rafinha? Well, Gakpo's a left winger, um, more than a right winger. Rafinha would be a more um, attuned kind of right wing replacement for him and how would you rate if our forward signings are Jesus Origi and Gakpo and Rafinha uh, I think that two of the three are good but we still need to sign a better quality second striker than Origi I want to see two top class strikers come into the club this summer uh, Jesus I'd be absolutely over the over the moon with as one of the signings but I want to see another top striker come in not someone who's been playing backup 
at Liverpool coming in. Uh, Robert says, hearing rumours of Arsenal considering selling Gabriel Magalash. How are your thoughts on this, Tom? It's not true. Um, they have no intention of letting Gabriel Magalash go, as to my understanding of the situation. And he has no intention of leaving either. Uh, Mahamdim says, hi, Tom. Uh, I think it will be an interesting uh, stats-based post-mortem of this season to see more objectively if we really have improved from last and how certain events and injuries have impacted it. Um, I assume you're asking about whether we'll do a show on that. Perhaps at the end of the season, we'll look into some of the, the improvements statistically that we've made on previous seasons. I talked interestingly about one. You might see a lot of people talking about how actually we haven't improved defensively. You know, we've kept more clean sheets than we ever have in a Premier League season since 2016-17. If we manage to keep a clean sheet against Everton, it'll be the most Premier League clean sheets that we've kept since 2014-15. So it's not exactly like we're defending poorly. It's just that with this young team, when we concede, their heads tend to drop. And it is that issue that we need to overcome and try to get a lot better at responding to going a goal down. But actually defending-wise, especially when we've kept the uh, the score to nil, has been very, very good. Maggi says, Tom, how many midfielders do we need to sign this summer for fans to stop suggesting that Benjamin White plays a centre mid? Probably two. Um, but even then, I don't think it's going to stop. I don't know why there's this obsession about playing in midfield. It's He's just not a midfielder. He's just not a midfielder. Uh, Marcus says, so Dybala now and no. Any other strikers linked who will not sign as we want Champions League? Probably Latara Martinez, who Spurs have been very highly linked with, and so have we, with them getting Champions League football, with Inter, uh, with former Inter coach Antonio Conte there. I'm kind of expecting Latara Martinez to become a Spurs player at this point. It just seems a very obvious link to make sure that it happens. Um, Ronald says, oh, I just, why is that comment just disappeared off my screen? Let me try and find it. Ronald says, no to Depay, step down for quality if we get him. Uh, morning, Peter from South Africa. Thanks for joining me, mate. Ames says, good to actually see you live, Tom. Thank you, Amesy, for joining us in the chat. Very welcome indeed. Constantine says, who should we sign as a replacement for Nicolas Pepe? Um, in terms of right wingers, Serge Gnabry is the obvious choice for me. Uh, go to Bayern, pay what they want, bring him into the team. Happy days. Um, Owen says, do you expect us to let go of someone the fan base wouldn't necessarily be up for losing? I think some of the fan base won't want to see Pepe go. I think he will. But beyond that, not really. I don't expect Gabriel to go. I don't expect any of the exciting young players to leave either. Um, So no, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not expecting any big surprise of an exit. Even Saliba, uh, I'm pretty confident about him remaining with the club now next season. Callum says, with three of our starting 11 being injured for injury prone, Tierney, Tommy and Partey, do you think they need to be replaced and then become squad players? Replace is a strong word. I think we need to add strength in depth to those positions so that they can compete. And I think that we're seeing that, you know, we're being linked with players like Molina and Hickey. Um, we're being linked with a plethora of central midfielders that should come in as well. It's just about making sure that we've got quality replacements in terms of rotation, in terms of cover, but not players that we look look as like their backups. I want to see players come in that compete. You look at that Man City team and you look at the attackers, there's only a few players that you would say are genuine starters and there's not many. Kevin De Bruyne, you would look at. Ruben Diaz, you would look at as another one. Edison, of course. Um, but the rest, you know, João Cancelo, Carl Walker, Zinchenko, um, when they had Benjamin Mendy before, of course, he committed his crime. Um, is another £50 million fallback that they had at the club. They're about bringing in players to compete for uh, positions. So I think that 
it's about getting into that situation, not having replacements, not having backups, but having competition for every single position on the pitch. Um, Ar- Arun says, will Origi, uh, Origi question mark, no more Shamak days. Schrodinger's Catflap says, will Patino and Aziz be in our squad next season? I don't know about Aziz, but Patino, I feel, is is due that breakout season, which hopefully will be next year. If it is Europa League football, you can expect him to get minutes in that competition's group stage. Billy says, if you had to choose, who do you prefer? Gabriel Jesus and Gnabry or Gabriel Jesus and Abraham? I mean, Gnabry's not really a striker. Um, he would cover a wide position and you get a better chance of playing them both together. But you could play Gabe, uh, Gabriel, uh, Jesus and Abraham together as well. Um, but Jesus would then be in a wide position. It depends on the fees as well. It's very, very difficult, Billy, to pick. I'd like the idea of Gabriel Jesus and Gnabry because it still opens up the chance to go and sign another striker on top of that as well. I mean, it says, Tom, what are you trying to get slash learn from the Amazon documentary? Just more of an insight into some of the decisions that are made, some of the insight maybe into the Abamyang situation, although I don't think we'll get too much of that. Um, more insight into how the clubs run, the decision-making processes in January and what went on there. I'm hoping that there's some revealing stuff that comes out, but it's not going to be coming out until August, September. So we've got quite some time to wait until it does. Axel says, did you guys watch the Europa League final yesterday? Feel bad for Ramsey. Yeah, of course. Of all the players that were going to miss a penalty, of course this week it was going to be Ramsey. Uh, Mark says, do you think Super Mick Arteta really does know what we need? <laughs> yeah, I do. I think you. we discussed it yesterday, Mark, on the show in the phone, and I know you watched in the chat box. And I talked about kind of the money that's been spent comparatively since we first had the involvement of the Cronkies compared to the last section of the spending under Arteta and I do believe that we are moving in that right direction and I think the progress this season shows that. Uh, uh, Sandile says, uh, having had a few days to digest the potential Champions League missed, I wonder if more sober minds have realised that the season was not as bad as we make it out to be. It's a huge disappointment. Um, You know, we had Champions League football in our grasp, in our hands, in our control and we've let that slip. So it's obviously going to be a huge disappointment but also you have to think about the fact that we've given ourselves that opportunity. We elevated ourselves through our own performances and our own actions to giving ourselves that chance to get into that position. Yes, we've let it slip, but it would have been over. It would have been an overachievement to finish fourth with all the context of the whole season with, you know, the squad that we have with the injuries we've faced, but also because of the mistakes that we've made and that in the champ in the, in the January transfer window was certainly one of the reasons as to why, We've let that slip. Um, Josh says, Hi, Tom. I barely slept last night. Uh, Eintracht Franz was celebrating in the streets until 3 a.m. It was a great game. Much love from Frankfurt. Yeah, I bet it's been crazy there uh, in the last 12 hours or so. And a big congratulations to Frankfurt, of course, as well. Uh, Schrodinger's Catflap says, Would you put Saka at left back with Smith Rowe in front? What, and put Tavares at left centre back? Is that the answer? Because Tavares is still fit. If he's fit, he probably plays left back. But I don't know what we do, to be honest. Um, Yassir says, Tom, unpopular opinion. When we need to overhaul our midfield and just sign two attackers, Jesus Gnabry, in my opinion, what are your thoughts? Yassir, I think we need to make sure that we add strength to the, both the midfield and the striking positions. Um, you know, we need to think about two central midfielders ideally being brought in, one of them being more experienced, like a Gundogan, the other being a more competitive younger player. Up front, we need two strikers and a wide forward, in my opinion. And then you need to add in a versatile fullback and a goalkeeper. And all of a sudden, you've got seven players, I think, that we need to be looking to bring in in the summer. 
Um, kind of cool says, do you think we could sign Ozyman? How likely is it? He is open to a move, but he has wanted Champions League football. Napoli are expected to have Champions League football next season. Um, it would be very difficult and very expensive um, if we were to see that happen. Peter says, Tom, would you sign Timu Puki for Arsenal if that is what we are going to take for him to score a hat-trick against Spurs and help Arsenal achieve Champions League football? If we had to get Puki to come in and sign him, for him to then score and beat Spurs, of course, of course I would do that without a shadow of a doubt. Amira says, hi, Tom. Are you confident this team would win a penalty shootout? Because I'm not. Maybe it's because I haven't seen any young players take a pen beside Saka, and even that was a surprise. Um, I don't know. The last time we were in a penalty shootout was a long time ago. I'm trying to think when it was. Um... I'm really struggling to think of when the last penalty shootout was. It must have been a few years ago, but I don't know. Uh, Saka's shown that he's got a good record from penalties for Arsenal. No, for England, of course, in the final, but he's recovered from that, responded very, very well. I feel like Nketiah could take a penalty, but he's probably not going to be here next season. Yeah, I feel fairly confident um, as much as I could, <laughs> as much as I possibly could. Um, and says, Tom, if you were allowed to sign any player on the first day of this summer, who would it be? What, realistically or unrealistically? Because you're going for Mbappe if it's, you know, if I can have anyone. But if you're allowed to sign any realistic player on the first day of the transfer window, um, it probably would be realistically someone like a Gabriel Jesus or a Serge Gnabry to make sure that we've got that done and sorted. Because otherwise... You know, we're not going to be ready for the season. If we haven't got the players we need by the first game of the season, then the transfer window would be a failure because you need to be ready. We've been told that we've got this plan in place that Edu knows and Arteta knows what we're going to do. And so we need to make sure we've got those players in, not even, to be honest, for the first game of the season, but for the tour. We need to make sure we've got our players ready and in for the pre-season so they can get integrated and ready for what's to come. And we didn't have that necessarily this season, you know, um, Odegaard, Tomiyasu, Ramsdale all came in late. We need to get our players in before preseason, ready to get that integration and assimilation into the team. Uh, I am going to finish things up there. Sorry, it's only a shorter one this morning, guys, but I've got a few things I need to sort out before starting work. But you will be able to join me at 10 a.m. over on the Arsenal Way. Link in the description, as always. Please drop a like on the video before you go. It really does help us out. Go and watch our phone-in show from yesterday. There was some really good... Um, conflicting views on the phone-in show about the situation that Arsenal finds themselves in. Go give that a watch. Um, thank you to everyone that left kind comments uh, on the last few videos and, of course, everywhere else as well. Drop a like, subscribe if you're new, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.